Hey, listeners, I've got a treat for you today. I've got my dear friend, Vaughn Boy here, who's the voice brander. And boy, is he going to teach you a really valuable tip or set of tips on how you can take your voice and elevate it using your books. So here on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? If you're like most of us business owners, increasing your profitability is always on your mind, and you're probably looking for ways to grow your revenue while growing your company. Well, you found a podcast that shares ideas to help you do just that. I'm Marcia Reiner, known as the Profit Booster and a business growth strategist. I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees increased profitability and guide your growth and plans for a future exit because building a highly profitable and sale ready business creates a win-win that's more money now and a windfall when it's time to let go. And I want to share strategies that I've learned with you on today's profit with a plan podcast. But before we get started, I have a super training that I want to share with you. It's really powerful. It's called the 30 day profit booster. And this is where I'll show you how you can boost your profits, net profits, 45% in just 30 days, simply by following a three-step method that doesn't require that you're chasing more customers. This quick and easy profit-boosting strategy can be done without spending more money on marketing, hiring additional staff, or working longer hours. Go check it out at 30dayprofitbooster.com for more information. All right, listeners, here's my guest, Vaughn Foy, a renowned voice brander, audio engineer, educator, and author. Vaughn Foy expands the impact of influencers, influencers through their power of voice. After three decades of editing and distributing over 3,000 hours of others' influential speeches, messages, and lessons, as well as producing copies. 14 of his own saxophone jazz albums. He is now focusing on supporting nonfiction authors, influencers, and thought leaders to expand their reach and monetize their voice through audiobooks and social audio platforms and podcasts such as Clubhouse. As the founder and CEO of Audio Newborn Productions, Vaughn and his firm have produced over 35 author-narrated books in the last 18 months alone, and is quickly on his way to producing a benchmark of 100-plus author-narrated books, uh, audiobooks in 2023, and extending their voices to reach their untapped audiences. This is the fastest-growing segment of the publishing industry, and he has the thumbprint on it. He is frequently asked to guest speak on podcasts uh, like Profit with a Plan and Clubhouse Stages to share gems and tips and advice that will help voices and clients make more money and be more influential. Vaughn, I'm so excited to have you on Profit with a Plan podcast. Welcome. Hey, woohoo. I'm glad to be woo-hoo. here. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That's great. This is, um, <laughs> listeners, Vaughn and I have been friends for, for years. Um, he actually is the catalyst for <laughs> me and the way that the podcast has evolved and become. 
Bond mm-hmm. shared his wisdom to help me set up this podcast four and a half years ago. <laughs> and he recorded the intro and outro music for me. So, wow, Vaughn, I'm so like just dumbstruck that it's taken me so long to get you as a guest on my show. Oh, no, this is an honor. What? What? I don't know what episode this is, but it's uh... 200 and something or rather 220 something. So, yeah, that's to you. This is it's, it's, it's an honor. It's like, wow, watching you grow and listening and learning from you. It's like, ah, this is great. So having fun. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So Vaughn, how did you get, I mean, I know you're a master saxophonist and you just have that jazz vibe and we all love listening to you, but how did you get into the audio recordings and, and becoming the voice brander? What was your story there? Wow. Interesting. So I've been recording like the voice um, kind of out of necessity since cassette tape, uh, believe it or not. <laughs> so most of us know what that is. The track <laughs> Right after. <laughs> and uh, honestly, I was recording like uh, Sunday messages at church on, you know, cassette tape and, and have been ever since, you know, all the way through CDs and um, now, of course, MP3s and websites and digital um, but I, I would also go to, you know, networking groups or hear spe- uh, speakers and, you know, go to the back of the table and get my CD for 25 bucks. And um, it, it would be their motivational CD. And I would hear, you know, distortion or birds chirping in the back or, you know, honking. the door shutting, the dog barking, <laughs> air conditioner on. And it's like, Come on, guys! You guys are selling this for twenty-five bucks. It can, it we can do better, you know. And um, I was approached uh, by a family friend. Actually, um, she had a uh, her book. Um, I can't even remember the name right now, but um, and so we did an audio book. Um, it was a long process. I had been doing music all along, but recording the voice specifically for audiobooks is totally different, even than pushing record on a you know a live uh, message. And so actually coming to um, eWomen Networking, uh, there was uh, Catherine Orford from Australia. She visited one day, she had her books and um, she goes, oh, you know, I think I just had my banner made. You do audiobooks." I said, yeah. And, um, and so she was my first, uh, first uh, client. Actually, I did one years before, but I was like, I can do this for public speakers or motivational speakers, coaches and leaders. And um, and we came to the studio and that's how the audiobook started recording. And um, the voice brander kind of dropped. I was on my way to a, um, almost a speaker network. And uh, on the way driving there, it's like, wait a minute. Hmm. It just, it, it was a download. It's like, you know, it the just voice came brand- to you, right? You know, came down it's like everybody's voice is their brand because mm-hmm. it's unique and and so what I do I don't brand anyone but I help people bring their brand through their voice and make make sure that they're utilizing that so that's how that all came about love it love it and you have a fantastic studio in orange in in California 
and mm-hmm. you know you you've got the 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 little closet with the soundproofing in it and the speakers and so on and you're 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 spread on the table with all the all the components and everything is is truly impressive so you've really put your labor of love into a real business which is really exciting and mm-hmm. and funny enough a lot of my clients and and business owners out there often do that. And then they forget about, you know, I, I often say they forget about how to run the business behind it, but you're doing fantastic because what better, what better job could you go to, right? If it's not a job, if it's done because you love it, right? And it's a natural thing that you do and it shows and and it really does show in your in your in your in your output. Oh well thank you. Thank you so much. I had to learn uh actually and i learned from you about you know our first meeting you were talking about developing a business that at some point in the future you prepare it to be able to sell whether you do or not but you prepare it and uh, that always stuck in my mind and as i'm learning to go from the tech person um i realize i'm good at it but i i I love the outcome, but I don't love the process. Mm. And as I'm learning to become CEO and expand to have, you know, other editors and other people that handle, you know, operations person and assistant, so that I can be more of the visionary and let the business run. I always, I, I honestly always think about our meeting. I probably, I haven't told you this, but I always think about our meeting like, oh, the more and more that I become a CEO, I get to be the face. I get to do podcasts like this. I get to be on Clubhouse speeches to help people to bring them in to get their audiobooks done. But I'm always learning that, hey, at any point I can have other salespeople and the business will run by itself. And then one day, if I decide to, I could sell that business because it's right. But that that was our first conversation. Oh, I love it. I'm glad you remembered that. You know, it is it is a wonderful um view of the way you do business. And then when you have that kind of view of, oh, I would like to sell it someday, then all the moving pieces that you do now changes because you're going to do things differently, right? You know, you don't have to be, I, I always say, you don't have to take market domination and become, you know, Amazon, but even a growing business you know, there's a huge market for that out there. Uh, I interviewed another gentleman um, several episodes back that um, said that there's a huge market for the under million dollar business, you know, mm-hmm. because people want to buy them, right? And so you don't need to be that mega business or the unicorn tech company that's going to turn into a billion dollar something or other. You can just have a company that somebody else can step into, whether right. it's junior, a partner, the neighbor you know, competition, whatever it is, you know, they can step into it and that's what makes it great. But thank you for, uh, for bringing that on. Let's switch the conversation though and put it back on you. And, and so this is, um, as you can tell, I have three books behind me, um, that I wrote and I wrote them for marketing purposes and educational purposes so that, you know, people like I could share my wisdom with folks and, In doing that, though, I think there's a missing piece, right? Because with podcasts, people don't necessarily want to watch video all the time, but they could listen to the audio. Yes. With books, maybe people don't have time to read, but they could always listen to the audio book. Yes. Yes. 
talk about that. No. Yeah. So tell me where the value, I know the value is, but tell the audience, where's the real value in, in taking your expertise and putting it into an audio format? Well, first of all, our voice is two things. One is that we have a unique voice print. So I call it the voice print. And it's just as unique as your fingerprint. So actually, you know, when you record and you see the little waveforms and stuff, if you were to stretch that out and zoom in, it's actually yours would be different than mine. And, and you literally have a voice print. Um, Interesting. Timbre, you know, like the saxophone sounds a little different than the trumpet, than the clarinet, and all of those show different on, on the recordings. So one, your voice is unique. So um, that's number one. That's why I say your voice is your brand because it it technically is. There's no one that has your voice. If you had kids or your parents were calling your name out of a hundred parents in the room, you can hear it. <laughs> you'd be like, yes, you know, yes, mom, yes, yes ma'am, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Snap to it because the voice print is unique, um, and we know famous actors that have a, a similar voice print. And you can call out, you know, um, Sylvester Stallone. You can call out. Um, you know, Whoopi Goldberg or or whoever you call out, you, you know, I love Lucy, you know, um, you can pop their names in your head. So that's number one. Number two is that audio, um, especially in this day and age with reels um, and or reading, you, you absolutely need to write the book first. The audio book is the audio version of your written book. So you, you need to go through the process of you know, writing, editing, taking it down from, you know, 50,000 words to 30,000 and all of that in your chapters so that it reads well. And then when you read it, the thing, though, and I think Jeff Bezos made this quote that audiobooks are for people whose eyes are busy. So yeah. whether you're reading physically or an ebook, you know, you can only look, you have to pay attention. Even with a video podcast, you have to watch, you know, uh, or any kind of video, you your eyes are busy. But with audio, you can be exercising, cooking, driving, sleeping, you know, um, and we don't, we don't, it's passive. Audio is passive. Vis books reading is active. Mm. So, um, and so do you think, it, sorry, do you think you get the same impact with the audio, even though like if you're multitasking, because that's what it sounds like, you know, you're at the gym, right? and you're listening to an audiobook, or you're driving and you're listening to a podcast, um, mm -hmm. do you think you get the same impact if you're not paying fully attention to it? Uh, yes, it's, um, I don't know if it's the same impact, but it's because it's passive and just like, well, back in the day it was radio, now it's podcast and audiobooks and things like that. Well, rather than watching, when you're listening, we listen all the time. We're listening right now. You're listening mm -hmm. to this podcast right now. Uh, you're getting this information, you're probably commuting, or you're probably, you know, working out or on your morning walk. And it's like, I got to listen to my, you know, my profit booster. Um, and, but I know your voice, and I'm waiting to hear anticipating your voice. So as we are in conversation, again, the voice, even if I was closing my eyes, I would still know I'm talking to Marcia. Um, and I want to hear what she has to say, because it's her voice. Mm. Um, so that voice print is important. And then with the audio being passive, those combinations, it's what makes podcasts blowing up. That's what makes audiobooks blowing up. 
things like Clubhouse and Fireside and all of the social audio platforms um, is that is that very thing, the voice and that, that it's passive. Hmm. So and since- I think we're, we're in such a busy, you know, busy life, right? You know, we've made ourselves so busy that multitasking is almost a necessity. Like, I can't just walk and not have any music going, you know, or it feels really weird when there's not something going on in the background. So I totally get it, at least for me, but I don't know if everybody else is as crazy as I am that need to have some sort of, you know, background noise going or sound going and what a perfect way to learn at the same time. And, um, you know, the other funny thing is, my eyes get tired. So I read my books, like I read my Kindle or my hard book before I go to bed so I can go to bed, right? <laughs> you you remember the textbook in college, right? You're reading it and you're like doing a face plant in it because you, you want to go to sleep, but the audio keeps you going. You can listen for longer and yeah. more engaged. Absolutely. And it's the, it's another reason why it's the fastest growing segment of the publishing industry um, one actually is a new, um, I just did some new research, but it was one out of every five um, readers in the U.S. are audiobook only readers. Oh, which, wow. Which makes sense. So that's 20% huge. as an author, 20% of your market is audiobook only. And that's, it's growing by 20, let's see, it grew 26% last year. And it's anticipated for the rest of the decade to grow 26% at least every year. Insane. So, uh, yeah. So if you have a book and it's not an audio book, then you're missing out a huge segment of the audience. Missing and the fastest growing segment. So the longer that you don't have audio each year, those sales are going up 20%. So it's probably realistically almost every two out of five readers now are audio book only. And in the last five years, the sales of audiobooks doubled in the since uh, in the last five years. So since 2018 wow. now is doubled, and again, it's it's going to continue. Wow. Okay, Vaughn. So this is this is eye opening, and you know, audience, I'll be honest with you, I have not converted my high quality books behind me into <laughs> into audiobooks yet, but I think I need to now. So here's a question for you. Is it only books or are there magazines? Could there be articles? You know, because now in the video space, right, the short reels, the short videos are really popular. Could you have a short audio recording and have it become just as popular? Absolutely. You um, there's some things called what's uh, I believe it's called an audiogram, which mm. let's say, for example, um, a great reel would be for your book is to have your book cover on there, maybe your face or just, you know, and maybe a big quote, but it's 30 seconds or 60 seconds of your voice, again, reading. Now, you don't necessarily have to take video of you because a lot of people are like, oh, don't be. that's what people love about audio as well, because I don't have to right. get my makeup on. I have to, you know. <laughs> hey, when so I, I lose 10 pounds, right? I'll get on video. <laughs> like my lighting right or anything. No, you just push record. And you, but you can have a book and a graphic and, you know, the little waveforms that, you know, yep. show speaking, you have some action like that. And then that's a reel and it has a link to, and, but you can have people just catch on to like, oh, let me listen to, what is it? What are you saying? And again, with, with audio, people don't look at time. So 
you can have a full chapter, whether it's on your website or your social media and say, you know what, my audiobook's out and I want to gift everybody a free Step chapter one. and let them push play on your website or on your social media or whatever it is. And like, what? And I hear that. I got, there's 17 more chapters. I got to well, get Not that. only that, that's got to play for SEO as well and marketing and pieces on there. So good stuff. Mm. Wow. Oh. Okay. Mm. So I'm a little scared. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always scared when we when we, you know, get in front of the camera or we're going to get on stage. Right. I think right. I'd be a little scared to read my book, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and because, first of all, I'd be thinking, did it read right? I thought I read. Right. I read I literally my third book. I must have read it a thousand times to get the flow of it. Right. And, you know, I'm I'm just because I'm that internal perfectionist would be afraid. Oh, I should have said it this way or <laughs> oh, I should have done it that way. But is it is it is it hard to record? Because I assume because we're branding our own voice, mm-hmm. that it is our voice reading the book. Right. Right. Is it hard? No, I don't make it hard. I make it so fun because it's like, hey, we're here on Zoom talking it's like, well, how do I make my voice better? You don't have to. We're we're talking. Yes, there's little, you know, exercises and, and sirens you can do. And you can do all kinds of things to um, make your enunciation better. And but pregnant pauses. <laughs> exactly. You know, but we don't we don't think about that like just here on the podcast. I'm as long as I'm you know, talking at a great pace, at a great volume. My microphone is good. So my philosophy is just push record. We talk all the time and we don't think about what we sound like. And if there is something that is like, hey, you got to pick it up or you didn't say that right. Well, then someone like me, an engineer is there coaching you to um, catch the things that you don't know what it sounds like on the outside. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, Marcia, go back. Can you read that sentence again? Because, you know, it's a little flow or... Um, maybe you want to say it like, and then you want to do this instead of, and then you want to do this, you know, maybe a different inflection to make it flow in the earbuds a little bit different, but that's where the coaching comes in. And normally after the first chapter, everybody's in it. And then you're like, oh, this is fun. Wow. I got to write another book so I could do another audio. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I got to write another book just so I can do another audio. So great. Um, all right. So how, what's um, what's the preparation for it? Right. We also we have to have our thing that we want to record. Right. Mm-hmm. And and in most cases, you know, you do a, you do a book or something along those lines. Um, you know, there's so many easy writing um, programs out there, not to say you want to have AI write your book, but right. it can right. sure give you some foundational pieces into yes. writing your book and then you can personalize or humanize it from there. But I think that, um, you know, you got to have something to to talk about first. And then is it is it I can't imagine you're going to sit down and do it, you know, 17 chapters in one sitting. Right. Uh, right. It, um, if it's not long. So audiobooks go from word count. Um, it's based on word count. And every the technical number is every nine thousand three hundred words, I believe it. <laughs> is an hour of audio. I round it up to 10,000, every 10,000 words. Wow. So if your book is if your book is 30,000, it's going to be about three hours, maybe a little more, a little less, depending on your pace of you know reading. And 
Um, so that would be the what they call the finished audio. It, your book would be that long. And now the process would be recording. You want to say mm, two to three times that to record through, make your errors. You're going to make errors. It doesn't even matter if you've been speaking for 30 years. Um, you're, it's going to take you twice, at least twice as long to do that. Yeah. Um will be every fourth word, right? <laughs> Catching the end of those out. But uh, yeah, you you know, you'll read through, get used to the mic. If you're in a booth, you know, um, I do remote recordings as well. So really? as, yeah, I have clients in Greece and Canada, Lebanon. Um, wow. so I can help you record locally, wherever you're at, send me the files and things like that. So but if you are local and you want to fly out and come have the whole booth experience, and um, we do that as well. Um, but yeah, that's the process is really recording. And then after the recording, it then it's then three, your magic uh, comes in. Yeah, the magic comes in and then we, we yeah. make it. Wow. Sound. One take. <laughs> Right. And then and then what kind of um, end product do we get? Is it something that like kind of becomes I mean, I would assume that you're going to bookend it with, you know, an introduction an exit. You're going to add a little bit of music in it. Maybe at the chapter breaks, you're going to add a little pizzazz to it. So you're going to doctor it up in a way that makes it enjoyable to the reader as they're going through, right? You're not, you're not going to do the old fashioned radio show where it sounds like the horse, right? That is uh, <laughs> flopping down the way and the yeah, <laughs> but you're going to add some stuff to it, right? Little, yeah, that can be sound design. There's some, um, we did a children's book, um, um, Annabella, uh, and it was, um, it was underwater. Um, I got to get a, a shout out to my friend, um, but it was all uh, Annabella the octopus underwater. So there was like kind of the SpongeBob bubbles and the doo -doo 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 music in the background and uh, stretches and things like that. And uh, so Bre that's Brenda Viola. Uh, got a shout out to her. And um, it's a really great book. So with children's books, we do a lot of actual sound design where um, a buddy on my team Mr. Johnny Gordon Jr., he does that's what he specializes in. And um, and we did another uh like a Christmas one. It was like a Christmas in Harlem. And um uh it was the sleigh riding the windstorm and the fire crackling and things like that. So you can add different elements, you know, you can customize little music before each chapter. And some is just um mostly we do nonfiction. Right. I was going to say that sounded like it was stories and fiction pieces that you could yeah. add the the interpretation to to get the person involved in it um, a little bit more. But I, still, I think you could dress up a business book um, or, or a documentary or or a conversation that you, you know, an educational piece that you want to have. I think you could dress it up a little oh, bit. Yeah, yeah you we know? put steps and doors closing. Um, I can't think of my author's name. Um and she put, you know, so-and-so comes into the office and she, uh, she audits um, um, businesses. And it was going to the high rise and went and I had my high heels on and clunk, 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 you know, down the hallway. It was really cool. If we put that oh, off. fun. Yeah. So you can do a little fun and you don't have to have a lot of it, but, you know, you listen to audio and it's like, oh, they put footsteps in there, you know, out of the yeah. blue. 
the other well, chapter. and I think that that gives you kind of that like that little surprise experience, you know, in it. But but it's not necessary, obviously, because it's just a book. And I think you could, uh, you mentioned the inflections that we have, the pauses, the the pace of the way we speak, and it's faster and slower and higher and lower that are going to come in to emphasize the pieces that you want without having to have the the high heels clicking down the down yeah. the hallway and the bell of the elevator, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Your voice, again, that it's one of my pet peeves. Uh, I hear someone on stage or on a Zoom and it's like, wow, I love their speech. I connected with them. I go to get their audiobook, and it's a narrator. Now wow. I, have, I have a pool of narrators and I love them. And I think they're absolutely awesome and necessary for fiction books. But when you're doing a how to, I, I say three M's, if it's a method, a message, or a memoir, or all mm. three, then that needs to come from you because your voice contains the passion, it contains the victory, it contains your failures, everything about what you you know share in the story, in the message, or in the method is, is communicated through you. And it doesn't matter how great the actor is that is not going to come across. And mm. plus, I seen you on the Zoom and I seen you on stage. So I'm going to listen to Marcia when I'm driving down for my hour commute down to Orange County. <laughs> and I want to learn about my profits. I want to listen to Marcia because I'm going to go see her. She's going to be on stage or I listen to her podcast all the time. So I don't want to hear somebody else. I want to hear your voice print because I remember that in any email you send, any text you send, I'm reading it in the voice print. Um that I that I heard from when we first talked, because we and remember that's the connection, right? That's that's the added magic that that you know many of us authors are truly missing with that engagement with the person that they could have, right? Because I always feel that when I can tell you and talk with you, then that's going to help me close the deal, right? Versus you just reading something or doing something else, you know, even a proposal, right? A proposal is best presented mm. when I can highlight the important pieces of it and the why it's valuable to you and mm. why you need to, you know, spend money with me, right? right? So mm. I coach my clients to make sure when they give their their clients their, their invoice or proposal, whatever, that they mm. talk through it with them. So yeah. it's the same concept, yeah. aha, you know, yeah. that you get from the book is that I'm going to tell you why this is important and you're going to hear about it from me. So, ooh. And that nice voice, see how you did that? You're going to hear about it from me. See, that's a Marcia thing. And it's like, ooh, yeah, you're right. I want to hear from you. Go ahead and talk. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Okay, Vaughn, you've sold me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You know, I think it's super important on it. And I think, you know, um, repurposing this information, like yeah. you said, giving away a chapter for free as a lead magnet, um, yeah. maybe even breaking it up and chopping it up into highlights for content and pieces that go out and you could take that and repurpose that into blogs and articles and and then repurpose it again and have the you know it's like it's endless right yeah. yes as, um, as a marketing tool on top it, of everything to elevate your expertise in a way that yeah wow 
and it's passive, audiobooks actually help you sell your physical books because mm. some may now it's interesting that the the um the fraction of audiobook readers are 20% because 20% of the world are like myself. They're audio, um, they're audio people. You have your visual, you have your kinesthetic, and you have 20% of the world is audio. So that makes sense. However, the the passive, uh, the passivity and the uh, or our passive medium and the uh, portability and the uh, convenience of audio that number that's why it's increasing because like you said we're multitaskers and you don't need to use your eyes um, but you can also it helps the sales of your physical books because for those kinesthetic people or the visual people it's like i have my i'm going to buy my physical or my ebook but while i'm driving i'm going to listen to chapters two through five on my commute and ooh, I like that point. And I'm gonna go back and I'm a highlight and ear, you know, dog. What do they call it? Dog ear. Dog ear. Yep. <laughs> uh, wow. I do that in my books, you know, it's like, oh, that's a great point. And I want to highlight it. And when I want to refer, you know, like I have my stack of books here, but I also have an audio version because I know I can't read them or I don't want to carry them. I want to be able to listen to them on the fly. It's like, ooh, let me let me listen. To, I'm gonna uh, Marcia says something in chapter five. I want to listen to that again. Yeah, and I'm, I'm driving, and just like I would put on my podcast or whatever song, I'm put Marcia chapter five, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. listen to, it. and then I'm gonna put it on repeat because I wanna, I wanna soak that up twice. <laughs> Let's see, that's about 15 minutes. I got 40 minute drive. I'm gonna put that on yeah. repeat. Now wow. you're in. Okay, <laughs> loving this, Vaughn. You're giving us a lot of benefits as to why people need to have audio and audio versions of their book, so they can brand their voice. Their All voice. right, Vaughn. This has been this has been truly eye opening, ear opening. You know, uh, and <laughs> and it. twisting things around and seeing the real value of what it could do, and and so many purpose repurposing opportunities that you could get out of it. Where can listeners find out more about you? Awesome. Well, they can go to thevoicebrander.com. And uh, that's my webpage. They can also find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, just my name, Vaughn, pronounced Foy. And you did awesome. Thank you. <laughs> it looks like Fahey, but it's pronounced Foy from St. Thomas, the Virgin Islands. He said he's a fly boy. He's a fly nice. boy. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Little, little Rihanna going on there, right? <laughs> Love it. And then um, do you have anything? I think you said you had something you were going to share with the audience. Yes. If you want to get a copy of my ebook and um, actually for, for this podcast, I'll also share with my audiobook. Um, of course, I got to do an audio version of it. Uh, but my book is called Push Record So the World Can Push Play. Hmm. And it's talking really in more in depth about uh, what we talked about today, your voice print and why your voice is unique and um, that we start listening. Our ears actually are active in the womb at 18 weeks and we start hearing internal noises. So that's the first thing that it's the first thing that we have sense that we have. And we also it's the last one to go, um, no matter if people are in a coma or if they're um, passing away, they still hear and comprehend everything that's said. So hearing is a major, major uh, thing. And I talk a little bit about that in my short 
16 page you know ebook <laughs> love it love it but and you can, where's the, what's the link for that the link, yeah i talked so much about it forgot the link the link is at uh make my audiobook fun make i'm sorry make my audiobook dot fun dot f-u-n make my audiobook dot f-u-n creative i love it i mm. love it all right well those that information will all be in the podcast notes listeners so make sure that you check that out and download Vaughn's book you know we all need this kind of added level to our business. And what a perfect way to boost profits is to really uh, elevate your expertise in a way that that the audience can hear your voice and really connect with you on that level. So thank you, Vaughn. I know it's it's fantastic. Right. And um, yeah, listeners, I hope you found a couple ideas today to put into your business that will help you be more profitable. And I know this book idea and the audio version of the book idea and just your content and pieces that you can put into audio will be very, very attractive to your audience. Absolutely. And as, yeah. As I mentioned before, how would you like to boost your profit 45% in just 30 days? Hey, don't think it's possible check out my free new training called the 30 day profit booster. And it's so possible that I'm going to guarantee it. It's quick and easy profit boosting strategy can be done without spending more money on hiring, marketing, or working longer hours. Go get more information at 30 day And Vaughn and I would love to hear your comments or your questions. Let us know what you think. Tell us about a book that you have that maybe you think you might want to put some audio to it. Um, If you haven't done a book, then let's get you started on a book or some sort of creative writing so we can get your audio voice out there. And then while you're at it, please subscribe. You don't want to miss future podcasts. And as always, you can catch Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. We're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thanks so much, Vaughn. Oops. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Thanks, Marcia.